What is up, Smash Squad? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm your host, Ashley Randall, and this is Smash Talk. What is up? Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Smash Talk. It's Wednesday, which means there is a new episode dropping for you. So excited to share with you today. We are going to dive into how much protein you should be taking in. This is one of the number one questions that I get from clients, from potential clients, from some of you guys messaging me on Instagram. Like, girl, how much protein should I be eating? And I'm going to dive into that here a little bit more. First, I want to just let you know I've got the most amazing view as I sit here at my desk. I've got the sun rising. I'm headed off to Canada today. Um, I'll be going to Whistler for the second to last 29029. So if you guys are new here and you're not sure what that is, scroll back a couple episodes and check that one out because I break it all down in there and kind of give you the lay of the land of what that is and what I get to do uh, over the summer. It's like my cool summer job, if you will. But let's dive into today. I really want to talk about this because, again, I get a lot of questions about it, and it's something that if you have been following me on Instagram, you know it's really, really important. I talk about it what seems like on a daily basis, and I'm constantly sharing and trying to help you guys see ways that you can get more protein into your lifestyle, into your diet, into your nutrition. I hate even calling it a diet, just into your nutrition in general. And today I'm going to go over a couple common myths. So just a couple common things that people think when they first think of increasing their protein. And then I'll break down um, my, I guess, suggestion, the general suggestion for your protein intake without knowing, you know, your specific, specific numbers and your specific goals. So I do want to clarify that this is, again, a generalization. It's not meant to be specifically for you, for your body type or for your goals, but it is a very good starting point. We'll leave it at that. And then I want to give you a couple tips to how to get some protein into your lifestyle if maybe you're struggling with that. Okay, so let's dive on in. First thing, when we cover the myths, this is one of the number one, if not the number one objection that I hear from people. It's funny, I hear it on the weightlifting side and I also hear it on the nutrition side and it's, I don't want to get big and bulky. Well, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I'm here to tell you that's not going to happen. So we have this theory or this fear that has been put in us that if we eat more protein, like we're going to get big and jacked and look like a bodybuilder, that could not be farther from the truth, okay? First of all, bodybuilding is truly like an extreme sport. It is very, very intense. It takes years and years for these people to develop their muscles in such a way, to hone in their nutrition in such a way, to feed the mass that they have created on their body. Again, years and years. So to think that, oh no, I'm going to increase my protein intake and all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, be walking around looking like Hulk Smash or Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, 
that's just an irrational fear that we have. What takes what what really takes them the years and years, like I said, to develop that is dedication. It takes an, a very, very intense regiment in the gym. So this means they are doing hypertrophy. They are doing, you know, progressive overload. They're following years, months, and years of really, really intense training and then also eating to feed that training. And it's not something they just wake up overnight and they start, you know, increasing their protein by 20 grams. And now all of a sudden you look like, you know, the rock on WWE. That's not going to happen. So let's just first debunk that first and foremost. Now, I do know that there are people that, yes, put on muscle easier for sure. That's no doubt. But that's a whole different conversation if we're talking about you know, working out your strength training program, what style of working out you're doing. Today, I really want to stay focused on just increasing your protein. So first and foremost, we're going to debunk that. We are not going to get big and bulky just based on protein increasing alone. And another one that is, I don't really want to say it's a myth, but I do think that it has been around for a while. And again, I'm not a doctor, so we please you know consult with your doctor with your physician if this is you but there is or there was an old study that said that too much protein would be hard on your kidneys and that's actually not the case so unless you have a kidney issue then again i would suggest that you consult your doctor and make sure that everything is okay in that department but unless you if you don't have that and you are just a fully functioning semi <laughs> semi normal person then you're going to be fine to increase your protein. It's not going to put an extra stress on your kidneys. In fact, it can help your body feel better. It can help your organs work better. It can help your hormones for sure, not can. It will help your hormones function better. It will help your body not be in such a depleted state because regardless, your body needs protein. And when it doesn't have it, it will pull that energy from other areas of your body. So really, it just puts more stress on your organs, on the muscle that you already have. It starts to leach that out, that energy system like a battery. It starts to drain that. So if we're not putting it back in, we're really doing ourselves a disservice. We're actually making our bodies work harder in order to function at the level that we would like it to function at. So again, Please obviously consult with your doctor if you have any kidney issues or any underlying health issues, but by and large, it is not going to cause any problems to your kidneys. So those are usually the two most common worries, you know, worries, you know, if it's going to stress out our organs and or worries that we're going to just all of a sudden wake up looking like Hulk and that's not what we want. So let's dive into ways that, or not ways, I'm sorry, let's dive into how you can figure out the protein that you should be taking. So a really good, and I'm being very general about this, a really good rule of thumb is you can start with 0.8 or one gram per lean body mass. And a lot of times when I start with a new client, I genuinely just suggest that they start with 100 grams a day. 
And what you'll find for a lot of you is that hitting that is really difficult. I've had clients that have come to me where I'm like, okay, I don't want you to change anything with your nutrition. I just want you to start tracking your protein, like eat exactly how you would normally eat, but track your protein. And they'll come back to me, you know, after four or five days of doing it. And they're like, oh, I'm at 40, maybe 60 grams of protein a day, a day, guys. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy, crazy low, crazy low. So I usually give people a really good rule of thumb, which is just kind of a comfortable baseline to start with, which is 100 grams. Just aim for 100 grams. Now, I'll use myself as an example. You know, if I weigh 140 pounds and let's say I have 120 pounds of lean muscle, then I don't need to be taking in 140 grams of protein unless I want to have 140 pounds of lean muscle. And that's where the whole macro thing comes in, working with a coach, making sure that you're really doing this right. But for today's sake, again, I want to keep it simple. If, if that's something that you're looking for, then I'm definitely your girl. You're going to want to reach out to me. I have a macro coaching program. I have body take back where we can go through all of that. But if you're really just trying to figure out, okay, what's a rough estimate, then I'm going to say 100 grams, okay? And then 0.8 or one gram per lean muscle mass. And the way you can find that out is you can go get a DEXA scan. That's the most accurate way to figure that out. You can search that, D-E-X-A. You can go look that up, find a place that's local to you. It doesn't cost a lot. And that's the best way to find out what your body composition is. You know, the dunk tanks or the little machines that you hold on to or the scales, Uh, okay, they're going to give you a number, but it's not going to be as accurate as these machines. These are really, really, really accurate and highly, um, I'm sorry, low. That's what I meant. Highly accurate, low on user error. So if you do body fat calipers or you do a dunk tank, even if you do the scales that you step on, depending on how much water you've drank, there's a lot of user error in those. And with these machines, they there's minimal, minimal user error. So I would definitely suggest getting a DEXA scan. And then from there, you'll see just how much lean muscle mass you have. Now, let's say you're someone that only has 80 pounds of lean muscle mass, but you want to get to 100. You want to put on a little bit of size. You want to look more toned. You want to have more definition to your body. Again, that's when working with a coach, that's when dialing in your macros are really going to matter because then we're going to need to start to feed you for the muscle that you want to gain, if that makes sense. So you can go into a maintenance or you can go into a place of saying, hey, I want to put on a little bit of muscle. I want my butt to look a little bit better. Okay, then we're now feeding you to grow that muscle and it's a slow progression. So my suggestion is 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per lean muscle mass. And again, if you're just trying to figure this out, I would say 100 grams is a great place to start. Back to something that I said a little bit ago is if you are a person who puts on muscle very quickly 
and you want to take this journey a little bit slower and you're doing the right strength training program, then I would highly suggest that you start at the point eight. So start at the point eight and you would just do, again, 120 times 0.8, and that would give you the number of protein that you need to be taking in on a daily basis. This is daily. And again, for some of you, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, this is so much food. And for some of you, it will be. For most of us, we are grossly under eating. And actually, I want to rephrase that. We are undernourished in the areas that we need to be. So we're eating very calorically dense food, snack food, you know, greasy food, whatever. We're having really calorically dense food. So we might not be under on our calories, but we are under on our nutrition. And that's a really key thing. And again, I break this down in a totally different podcast about macros. I don't want to get too much into that today because I don't want to overwhelm you. And it's also something that I coach really deeply inside of Body Take Back. We go over it over the 12 weeks and I really, really dive into that with you. So if you're curious about macros and how to learn about them, then that's definitely a program for you. But The reason that we are undernourished, again, is we're having a lack of protein and a surplus in some of these highly caloric foods. You know, your Starbucks drink, your cookie, your croissant, your even, you know, some of your protein bars, like they're just, they're astronomical. They're like a candy bar. So we want to be paying attention to that. We really, really want to be paying attention to that. Now, Some really simple, this is probably the number one thing that I hope will help you from this episode. So take some notes or, you know, save this, whatnot. The area that people struggle with is they're like, okay, Ash, cool. Now (laughs) I know what I need to be eating. How do I do it? How do I get more protein in without feeling like I'm spending all day eating? And that to me... Personally, that's where the fun part starts because for me, when I am tracking my protein or even really tracking all of my macros, which are protein, carbs, and fat, I actually get excited about how much food I get to eat. So for very few clients, does this become a restrictive thing? For most of my clients, this becomes a, they're actually getting to eat more food than they were before. And that's pretty exciting. So some really easy ways to help you get this protein back into your diet or start getting it back into your diet is one, a protein shake. And that's pretty simple. That's, you know, that right there could be 30 grams. For some of you, that's a whole meal. 30 grams of protein is astronomical. It's a huge chunk. And another really helpful tip is divide your day up. You know, one thing that I teach inside body take back is that I call it like trick-or-treating. What you don't want to do is you don't want to spend all day trick-or-treating. And the example of that is going around and just eating and gathering food. And then at the end of the day, you dump out your Halloween basket and you're like, all right, I want to see what I got. Well, now it's eight o'clock at night. So if you didn't get the candy that you wanted, too bad, Halloween's over, right? (laughs) Same exact thing with this. If you didn't eat throughout the day, the day's over. You don't have any more opportunity to get those calories or that protein in. 
So rather than trick-or-treating all day, tell yourself, okay, for you know, for breakfast, I need to have 30 grams. For a snack, I need to have 15. You know, for lunch, it's gotta be 40. And plan it out so that you know what that looks like. And that way you can hit those numbers so much easier rather than again at the end of the day, you're just hoping you look down and hope that you're, you know, you've tracked your number of protein that you were supposed to get. I'll tell you firsthand, it doesn't work very well, okay? It really doesn't work very well. So plan ahead, space out your day, look at your meals, look at your snacks, and prepare. That could be, you know, four 25-gram snacks or, or meals if you're trying to get to 100. It could be five if you're trying to get, you know, to 125. Like, just look at it and break it down. Another great way besides the protein shake to get in more protein, and this might seem so silly and so simple, is weighing out your food. And if you're not already weighing out your food when you're trying to get more protein, I highly suggest that you do. But let's say you're having, you know, four ounces of shrimp. Okay, just put a couple more shrimp on there. Make it five ounces. If you're having, you know, chicken for dinner, put it on the scale, see how much chicken you're eating. Maybe you just put, you know, two or three more bites on that scale and you realize, oh, wow, okay, it wasn't that much more food. I'm not asking you to have three chicken breasts, but it is looking at saying, oh, I didn't realize I was only having three ounces and I could increase this by a little bit and have four ounces. You know, how many eggs are you having a day? Are you only having two eggs? Maybe we supplement some of that with some egg whites where it's not a whole lot more volume, but it's giving you more protein. Also, you're cutting back on your fat. So these are some really easy ways to look and to see, okay, I'm already eating these things. How can I just in a very small scale increase that volume? Super simple. You'll be amazed at how, you know, let's say 10 grams at each meal, boom, at the end of the day, that could be 40 or 50 grams right there without having to sit and have this whole extra meal, right? And then kind of in that same realm is thinking about ways that you can increase your protein with some sneaky, some sneaky sneaks. So for me, when I make a protein shake, I usually have two a day, sometimes only one, but two a day. One I just do with water, and then the second one I'll usually make more of like a smoothie bowl. And in that, I do my protein, I do some frozen berries, and then I do Greek yogurt. So between the Greek yogurt and the protein scoop in that alone is roughly 60 grams of protein, okay? And it's delicious. It's like, this is amazing. So instead of adding a banana or something to get that thick and creaminess, put in some Greek yogurt, blend up some cottage cheese, do what is going to give you more bang for your buck is really how I would describe that. Going back to the Greek yogurt, you know, that's a great topping. It's taco night. Okay. Instead of sour cream, use some plain Greek yogurt. It tastes exactly the same. And you're just adding a little bit more protein to the things that you're taking in, right? The other day, I had some peaches. I could have just eaten the peaches, but instead I put two big heaping spoonfuls of Greek yogurt right there. That was, I think, like 25 grams of protein in just a little snack. So those are really great ways. Another amazing way is have some hard-boiled eggs on hand. 
Take them with you, you know, when you're going out to run errands, when you're on kid pickup, have some bars. They're a two of my absolutely favorite protein bars that are relatively clean. And I don't think that, you know, there's not many that are clean and still taste good, unfortunately. But two that are relatively clean, taste good, and are packed with protein, packed. I think they both have 20 grams. Is one is barbells. I actually think it's bear bells, but I call it barbells. It's from Trader Joe's and it is so good. It honestly tastes like a candy bar. Sometimes in the morning when I'm craving like a sweet treat, I'll cut it in half and have half of it with my coffee. That's 10 grams right there. And then sometimes I'll save the other half for the afternoon or for like dessert if I need like a sweet craving. So, or eat the whole thing. That's 20 grams of protein right there in that bar. The sugar is low. The calories are sufficient. It's great. Another one of my favorites is called No Cow, and this one doesn't have any dairy in it. So if you're someone who's trying to avoid dairy or vegan, great bar for you. Same thing. Calories are right on point at about 200, I believe, and the protein is 20 grams. That's phenomenal for a protein bar that tastes good. So get some of these things, have them on hand, keep one in your car, keep them in your bag, your backpack, your desk, like have these things around so that it's easy for you to grab them. And the last thing that I will say about protein is the the steadier your protein intake is, the better your body's going to feel. The more level your hormones are, the more satiated you are, the more even your appetite, which is going to pour over into just your general energy levels. You're not having these peaks and valleys where you're feeling really sluggish and then you're feeling really full and then you're feeling really cranky. Again, going back to the hormones, things are able to balance and to regulate without feeling like they're all over the place. Okay. So that is today's episode. In a nutshell, how much protein should you be taking? If you have more questions about this, go ahead and check the show notes below. I'm going to make sure to leave a link that you can reach out to me, a link that you can get more information about Body Take Back, which again is my 12-week course helping you navigate everything. The goal after Body Take Back is that you become the CEO of your own body. Okay, you know how to feed yourself, you know what you need, you know how to work out, you have an amazing foundation. That is the goal of body take back. So, if you're kind of on this yo yo or you feel like you're always searching for the answer from somebody else, this is definitely the program for you. And I hope this is really helpful, guys. If it is, please share this episode. I hope you share it with someone that maybe you're on your fitness journey with, someone that you have been talking about this with. Like, okay, girl, we got to figure this out. Like, how are we going to get looking toned and looking tight and feeling our best? Something's missing. And nutrition is more important than you think when it comes to these transformations. You can work out till you're blue in the face. If your nutrition is not dialed in, if your protein is not being supplemented to yield the results that you want, you're not gonna get the results. Simple as pie. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Send me your feedback. I love to hear from you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I am off to Whistler and I will see you next week. Thank you so much.